This is The Hidden Why Podcast, episode 687, My Solo Rant. Why having a plan B makes sense. Enjoy. Some time ago, I was sitting in a recruitment room filled with about 100 people. It was mass recruitment at its best. Attentively listening while the CEO told us his motivational story, hopefully trying to capture our belief in himself and also his company. For it was his mission to recruit many of us in that audience. For what it's worth, it worked, because as he concluded the presentation, the same 100 people, or thereabouts, wanted to be part of his dream. During the talk, he discussed why having a plan B, C, D, or beyond is pointless, ensuring us all that having a plan A is all that is necessary. A plan A, in this case, would be to work for his company, and so a plan B, or other, would be pointless, it would be fruitless, it would indicate a lack of commitment towards his goal. So why is having a plan A all that's necessary? It had me questioning myself, questioning his intent. The motivation behind any plan is what drives the action essential to accomplishing it. With only one plan, all your energy and focus can be sunk in to ensure its achievement. All other plans become a distraction. On top of that, if things don't go according to plan, if you face a couple of hurdles, a couple of bumps in the road, if things get tough, Alternative plans become an easy out. That's certainly not something that you want, an easy out. Sometimes you have to endure the adversity to create success. I was inspired by his speech and found myself joining the company. The truth was at the time, I felt I had no other plans, at least career-wise. My focus became entirely set on working for his company. My goal was to make a handsome living and to prove myself I could do it. It was a new field for me and certainly I was willing to sink my teeth in. For three months, I disregarded everything else in my life, pretty much everything else in my life, putting all my energy into succeeding in this role. I felt with this amount of commitment towards anything that surely there was no way I could fail. Yet I did. I failed and I learnt. I did not despise this man for his speech, nor would I accuse him of misleading or manipulating the crowd with his notion that having one plan for our future is the best bet. I would now merely question him in regard to why having a plan B, oh, sorry, a plan A is the best bet moving forward in life. I believe at times in life, sometimes things just don't go according to plan. The carriage can be derailed. There are many external forces outside one's control. So what do we do when things become unstuck? My father told me that life isn't meant to be easy. I realise this. But in my case, plan A didn't work out. Regardless of how much energy and focus I dedicated to this plan, there were certain elements outside my control that forced me to exit. My cart came off the rails. Oh shit, what now? I didn't have any other plans. There were no plan B, C, D, E or anything else to fall back on. Or was there? Perhaps I was negligent to view what options there are out there. And fortunately in life, I've had plenty of experiences And I know how to move past adversity. I've learned to pick myself up and dust myself off when things become a little bit tough. Lessons in failure are to definitely be appreciated. And I found myself finding a plan B. I realised that I do have alternative plans. I was in a position in life to have a plan C, D and E. And maybe even others if I thought about it long enough. My suggestion for those of you that don't have a plan B would to be go out there and to find one. 
It doesn't have to be readily available. Just a thought of what else you may do if things don't go according to plan. Because in life, often things don't go according to plan. Reflect on this for a while. Ponder the question. If this job or career suddenly became redundant, what other opportunities are available to me? Those who are well off financially always advise us to diversify our investment portfolios, to diversify our income streams. They say, don't put all your eggs into one basket. That is great advice financially. So why wouldn't this same advice apply to our careers? Why would we put all our eggs into one basket when it comes to our career? I think it's a little bit stupid in ideals. Surely a diversified skills and career portfolio would be a good thing. The way the world is now constantly changing, I feel it is essential. Is anyone's job truly safe? I think it is naive to think that things won't change. Comfortable in our roles, negligent to change, no thought of future alternative opportunities, no effort applied to upskilling or diversifying one's knowledge. And suddenly when things become unstuck, the train falls off its tracks. What do we do then? We control what we can and we must take responsibility for this. Putting all your effort, energy and focus into your passions, your top goal and the project, your plan A, is a good idea. But don't neglect to have other plans, other backups. If the success of what we do relies on others, and I believe everything that we set out to achieve in life does, we don't always have the final call. When working for someone else, this is certainly the case. And even these people, the business owners, the CEOs, do not have full control. The success of a business is reliant on external factors. We can only do our best to avoid them. I tried my damned hardest at my plan A with this particular company and it didn't work out. Having a plan B might lessen your efforts towards plan A and yet having no other plans at all is a high risk path in life. I believe the beauty of modern life is that we do have options. We have choice. We have the availability and opportunity to explore alternative plans should things not work out. And this gives us a greater level of security in life. It helps to reduce stress, anxiety and depression in the hard hit times. If, for example, automated vehicles force the 5 million plus truck drivers in the US out of work, what do they do then? And what of the rest of the world? Automated vehicles will definitely arrive. Industries will change. Entire industries may become irrelevant. And those within these fields might find having a plan B is something worth considering. Having a plan B also might be an opportunity in pursuing your other passions. Whilst you still have the comfort and fortune of employment, why not? This may lead you on a path out of any dissatisfying roles or unstable work, keeping in mind that your plan B is also not immune to change. I believe that having a plan B, C and D allows and gives us a little extra comfort in life, a little more confidence in knowing that other opportunities do exist. You need not actively pursue them. However, when things become unstuck, knowing that you have this can be a little bit of a benefit, a little bit of a privilege in life. We do not want to fail in our pursuits. Having success with your plan A, I'm sure, is what you want. For this particular CEO of this company, as motivated as he was towards the success of his business, he, I'm sure, has also other options if things go sour. I, for one, love knowing that I have skills, opportunities, and alternative plans in life. There have now been a number of times in which my plan A's failed because of matters outside my control, and it's likely to happen again. I am grateful for this. I am more confident because of it, knowing that regardless of what happens, I will be able to get back on my feet and navigate my ship across new worlds. So this is why I believe having a plan B makes a little bit of sense. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, my solo rant. Until next time, peace, passion and purpose. Speak soon.
There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.